Welcome to a special Tuesday episode of the I Married We podcast brought to you by Too Busy of a Weekend. Yeah, not often that we unfortunately miss our Monday deadline here, but it happened and tis what it is. Sometimes you just got to do what you got to do. You got to do what you got to do, but we're here nevertheless. Just fresh off of this finishing of several shows here from fall and winter. It's, this was a good run. We're on quite a high right now. We are. And what was so great is it kind of hot off the presses with this. It was just this past weekend that Jujutsu Kaisen, which we will be talking about today, ended. I'm not going to jump any guns here, but I freaking like it. I like it a lot. And so do quite a few uh, people. So I'm sure you've actually heard about it. But anyway, we'll get into that. I'm Tom. And I'm Danielle. And you already know, we're weaving out. Lovely, lovely. As mentioned, some of the notable shows that have just come to an end. We are now at the mid-season of the final season of Attack on Titan. I get why they're doing it, but I also hate that they're doing it. It's going to be a little bit of a wait, but that's okay. It was a good cliffhanger. Classic, classic. Dr. Stone came and went. I feel like I just blinked with that one. Well, I had mentioned to you, I feel like it felt so short, and we're obviously going to do an episode about it, but season one had 24 episodes. This season only had 12, 11 or 12. So it, they it went us. quit. They, yeah. yeah, yeah, they chipped us. Season two definitely didn't hit as hard as the first season, but yeah, we will definitely go into that because we will, I think, for the Dr. Stone episode, be doing both season one and two, just to give a little bit more to talk about because I still very much like the first season. I did. I, I can agree. I think, unfortunately, my favorite episodes of Dr. Stone, Stone Wars, was the last two episodes. Yeah, but they were good. Yeah. A lot of, uh, development going on. I'm not going to spoil any of that action. Also had Promise Neverland is now at a close. We didn't watch season two yet. I have not been hearing very good things about it, mm-hmm. but we will get to that at some point. Then we've also got Hori Mio, which will be coming to an end next weekend, I believe. Yes. Which is perfect. And then a whole slew that we can kind of just rip on through. We had Quintuplets, ReZero Part 2, Reincarnated as a Slime Part 2, The Wonder Egg, priority show did i mention quintuplets yes okay i'm gonna mention that again there was that skate infinity show it this was a this was a pretty packed little seasonal thing we had going on here um yeah and i'm also looking there was uh seven deadly sins as well which we've kind of fallen off the wagon on that show yeah i miss it but at the same time i don't miss it definitely can't watch it dubbed anymore that's for sure it's just can't handle it it's just not it and we've been through that so blah 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 blah. very happy that we can now kind of start ripping and starting to gather up and get through some shows although my hero academia did start this past monday saturday i think or saturday oh saturday why am i even saying monday we went ahead and already watched that first episode not gonna of course spoil anything we don't want to do that to anyone but not my favorite opener from this show. Yeah, we definitely need to do away with this is Deku and his all for one. Po- no, it, you have been five seasons through the show. We should at least, even if you can't remember all their Japanese names, you know what they do at this point. I don't need a recap every. And it's even every time, even throughout the show and the other seasons, they might not do to the extent they did for this first yeah, episode. Because this half the episode was, this is them. This is his power. Freeze frame. Don't get me wrong. It's a show for kids. That's great. Here's the problem. I don't care about the children. I care <laughs> about me right now. Okay. <laughs> and I want some substance here. Yeah, I don't need to go through all 20-something people in this class. If this was the Toonami days, would make sense. If you're watching this opener video and you're like, I don't remember their power, guess what you can do? You have a supercomputer in your hands currently. Look it up. Yeah, my only uh, devil's advocate for them doing that is now that I've been reading manga. Wow, only Tokyo Ghoul. Look at but- you. I mentioned to you 
that, you know, we always complain when you watch the next, obviously when you're binging, you know what happened in the last episode, but a lot of time in manga, they do have, not always, but sometimes they have a, a little recap of what happened in the last chapter. So to that point, if they're pulling directly from the source material and they want it to be accurate, that most likely could have been written in oh, yeah? the manga, but... Oh, yeah? We'll source this. <laughs> I don't care about recaps. I care about the constant setting of powers, <laughs> okay? The recap in this was actually phenomenal because I wanted to go back to last season's fight, which mm. was sick. That Endeavor fight, though. Yep. Damn. That's all we're going to say about that for now, but... A little twist at the end, blah, blah, blah. So that's back and running. We're all happy to see that. Hopefully this... Normally, there. I think the reason I'm disappointed the most is normally the opener and the season finale are like the two episodes. There'll mm. occasionally be a sprinkle in between, but... Yeah. Eh, whatever. So Jujutsu Kaisen. Back to the topic at hand. Or the direct translation of sorcery fight. Oh, yeah, I saw that. <laughs> yeah, I like Jujutsu Kaisen. We'll keep with that. We've got a 24-episode show. This was technically fall 2020, airing from October 3rd of 2020 to March 27th of 2021, which was this past weekend. Unless you're listening to this in the future, and it wasn't this past weekend, enough lied to you. <laughs> you should yell at me in our Discord. Did I mention we have one of those? Go to the imarriedweeb.com website. There's a button to join our Discord. And people keep joining it, but then leaving, you have to, in the rules section, click and make a reaction, and then you'll get the full Discord. Don't come in and think, wow, this Discord sucks. You got to click a button. You got to read the rules and abide by the rules. If you can't read, maybe this Discord wasn't meant for you. But if you can read, make sure to hit that button. We've also got an Instagram that's popping off. Not in the traditional sense of actually what you'd think of popping off, but we're happy with it. We get some consistent posts. Go ahead and follow us over there if you haven't. That is my spiel for our social. Anywho, we've got MAPPA Studios taking care of Jujutsu Kaisen, and I want to get into that because big news with that Chainsaw Man manga that is just apparently... Talking about another manga future show that's popping off right now. Jeez, people are obsessed with it, and from what I've seen with some of the panels, it looks gorgeous, and I can't wait for the show. So that that might be my first manga that I get into. We'll see. So with that said, uh Mappa or Mappa, I don't however you want to say it, they're going to be the studio taking care of that. So looking into the track record, luckily we're fresh off of Jujutsu Kaisen. So I think throughout this show with the beauty of the fights, the beauty of all of the different things which we will discuss a little bit later, I think you'd have to be excited. They handle it perfectly. And the track record is pretty decent. It's not like it's stacked, stacked, but Kakagurui season two was them. Very nice, nicely set up show. Absolutely. And I thought it looked great. Dororo, which we never finished. Mm, yep. But I'd like to at some point. It was kind of fizzling out, but I still liked it. They also did, sorry, they also did season one of Kakagurui. So oh, okay. both, both seasons of that, I just must have skipped over that. They did Yuri on Ice back in 2016, which was, I remember hearing a bunch about that show, but I never mm. really saw it. Mm-hmm. Other than that, I mean, we've got things like Grand Blue Fantasy, the animation season two. You know, I'm obsessed with Grand Blue Fantasy for no reason, except for just the fact that I think pretty things look good and I like pretty things. <laughs> and that was that. So, yeah, we, I think Chainsaw Man is in good hands and I'm hoping that with source material that 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 is that beautiful i have a feeling that show is going to be a punch in our throats and in my adam's apple to be specifically (laughs) (laughs) yeah from everything i've seen from jujutsu and even kakaguri and the fight scenes in the shows we've mentioned and the way it's choreographed is done very well Absolutely. So I, I'm not too worried. I don't really know much about Chainsaw Man, but I hope for those who diligently read the manga that it ends up coming out pretty good. Absolutely. And we're going to be watching it slash possibly reading it. So I think I'm going to do it. I'm going to commit to it because I've it's seen. It's pretty easy. Well, we also saw Shonen has their monthly thing and it's super affordable. 
because that's my biggest thing with manga. It's like, I don't know where to acquire it. Some people talk about local libraries and stuff. I don't know what's going on with that. I've got my thing, but that's just for audiobooks. So I'm going to give this Shonen thing a shot and see how it goes. We also were giving a shot. Sorry, this is all over the place, but I don't care. Hori Mia, we have to watch on Funimation. So we did our free trial to start watching that show. I'm on the free trial and I'm just sitting there going through the list and Michael's there. And then we've also got Mike. Shout out to both of them. I'm just everything I see. I'm just starting to add to the queue. They're like, dude, you're on the trial. Why do you bother? <laughs> I'm like, apparently I'm going to end up paying for this. What's your biggest gripe, though, about the Funimation app? I'll tell you what. There, there's something synonymous with streaming services and anime. They suck ass. <laughs> Crunchyroll, terrible app. Doesn't matter if you've got it on your TV, the Roku. There's times where, and it's not our internet. I'd love to say it was. But we are just binging through a show and then you've got, you get to the end, you skip through the credits and then it starts saying next episode in five, four, three, two. Freeze. Goes to a black screen. I can't even hit back out of it. I, I'm just sitting there and I'm, because the screen has gone black, I have to look at my own stupid face in the reflection as I just sit there. And it's, it's embarrassing, frankly. <laughs> now we've got Funimation. We're trying to watch Hori Mia. We're ripping through. We're loving the show. To an extent, I think it's slowly, I want to see more about the main characters, not all this other stuff. That's a whole different department. We'll get to that. But then Funimation is starting to do this thing where the subtitles start kind of <laughs> getting ahead or going behind. None It'll of it's matching skip. up. It glitches. It jumps to a different scene. And at first I was able to just jump to English and then jump back to Japanese, which by the way, the five seconds of jumping to English, bless those voice actors' hearts, don't quit your day job. Unless that is your day job, well, then you have a horseshoe up your butt because that was not good. <laughs> Hori Mia English dub, not good as far as Tom says. That's just a hot take. Some people might like it. Some people might not. Blah, blah, blah. Anyways, Funimation, it's doing that. We're all getting angry. We just want to see young love and it's just stopping us. Yeah. Yeah. That's the yeah of a let's get back on to it. I agree. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So Jujutsu Kaisen, let's get through a quick synopsis. Danielle, handle it. The show where everyone wants to get fingered. <laughs> Ain't that the <laughs> truth? And not in that way. Yeah, They want to collect fingers. So you have Itadori. He's a high school student. He's got a little bit of the supernatural feelings, mm -hmm. I would say. And he's, even though he's a human, he's a little bit, not, I wouldn't say he has superpowers, but He's a little bit quicker, has intuitions, things like that. The kid's a jock. He is, but he isn't. Ain't that the truth? But aside from that, kind of just starts getting into some curses kind of going around. There's maybe these objects that hold curses. And maybe our main character gets a little bit wrapped up in some things and has to make a split second decision that will then change his entire life. That's all we can give you if you haven't seen the show. So pause now, go watch if you haven't, and welcome back. I can't believe you watched it so fast. <laughs> Let's talk to Jutsu Kaisen in a uh, spoilery talk about the show type way now. This show took everything by storm and even allowed me to have my first husbando here. I'm not sure if boys can have husbandos. I think it's the year 2021 and anything can happen. Gojo? <laughs> okay. Danielle tried to claim him and I was like, well, hold on, hold on, hold on a second. That is the coolest dude I've ever seen. When he does his domain. The domain expansion. Yeah. Night, night. Show me those eyes and I'm like jello. Absolutely. He's a beautiful character and I think he's a, a nice mix of one of my favorite characters of all time is 2B from Nier Automata, mm. the game. What a and good game. Such a great game. And I think we're starting to realize that Danielle may have found her first blindfolded cartoon attraction and it's it's going to be gojo here oh yeah for sure he's i think my favorite thing with him in the show is he is just so beyond overpowered that it gives that feeling of it's kind of a one punch man feel when he's around the viewer is completely at ease when he's not around though which by the way he seems to take vacations or something or no he's powerful he's just got other jobs but yeah they keep sending him on other missions and stuff, which these poor kids, these three kids keep going on these missions against things that are way too powerful for them. Absolutely. But I think one of the biggest and toughest fights for me was episode one 
when he swallows that finger. Could you imagine the texture of eating that finger? Yeah, it was pretty wrinkly and and gnarly. Horrid. And a big shout out and moment of silence for his grandfather. That was a very sad first episode with that. Yeah. He just rolled over and he was out. I guess he... Bless him. That's one peaceful way to go. He just rolled over and he was like, peace. He saw that his grandson was kind and strong and... I think he knew that he was he was going to be OK. Absolutely. And he's still with us in our, in our hearts because that at the core is what Itadori is doing. He wants to save as many people because he's now in a situation where he's going to die. Mm-hmm. It's just, is he going to help people before he dies or not? Yep. Before we go too, too into the rest of that, while we were on the subject of Gojo, let's talk a little bit about the voice actor, Yuichi Nakamura. He is Gojo. He's the hawk guy from My Hero Academia. He's Sukasa from Dr. Stone. So the guy's just on a run already. Greed from Full Metal Brotherhood. He's some dude in Haikyuu. We haven't seen that, but that's a big show, so that's a big deal. He's the work buddy of Kobayashi from Kobayashi's Dragon Maid. And he's also Eo from Gundam Thunderbolt, which we did an episode on. If you like Gundam, or if you don't like Gundam, go check that one out. We had our buddy Joe on. It was a fun episode. Had a lot of fun with that. And we um, talked about G Gundam too. True. If you like Gundam. The superior of Gundam shows. <laughs> now, his list goes on, but that's kind of the ones that I'm like, nice. Mm-hmm. The only other notable, notable is going to be. It's my boy. The boy. Suda Kenjiro is unstoppable. We love him. When when he opens his mouth or when that anime character starts talking, you just have to take a like a moment of silence for your heart. Yeah. My heart always skips a beat when I hear that sultry voice. Oh, I get goosebumps. Not every time, but most <laughs> of the time. But for those who are not in our fan club of this man, he is such characters as Joker from Fire Force, as well as the bird beak dude from my hero academia as you can tell not good with the names in that show because you have their name and their super chisaki is his name i chisaki believe is the name something like that those are a couple of the notable but you would totally he was also in tower of god yes he's um i can't remember his name because he's got like two different front and end but he's one of the instructors from tower of god here's the thing we're so swept away with this voice actor we don't even know the names of these characters that should be telling you so well they sneak attack on you they do oh he's also um one of the guys from plastic memories remember that's right that's the kind of right. sleazy guy <laughs> <laughs> you know what he's kind of got the suave type character in because joker's cool we like him fire force low-key stunner not really low-key because most people know about it but it's one that you kind of got to get shoved into watching. And then once you're in there. And then once you're in, you're in. Yeah. Okay. So that aside. But, oh, we, but you didn't even say who he voiced in Jujutsu. You just said that he's in here. He's the voice of Nanami, who's the guy in the suit with the green glasses, who, blonde hair. You do not want to catch him working overtime. I'll tell you <laughs> that much. That was actually really cool. I thought he just meant that in a real way. And then when his powers actually synced to overtime. Wow. Yeah. Uh, Nanami was one that kind of just came out of nowhere. And they seem to do that with characters in Jujutsu. And I think it was done very well is a lot of times they don't make a huge cast, but they get really get right into he pops in, does something cool, and you're already on board. There's not many characters I don't like in this show. And it's not something that Jujutsu's fight scenes are few and far between some of them you're just like oh okay and some of them you're like wow but at the end of the day the show's not necessarily doing anything groundbreaking Mm -hmm. i think what it's doing is it's taking all the pieces from a classic shonen and just making it perfect and it does a great job with mixing as you've said fight scenes which are beautifully choreographed and then Mm -hmm. what i love is giving me the reasons why I should care about a character. Mm -hmm. So we did get to see backstories for almost, I would say, every single character but Gojo. We see Nanami's brief backstory where he went to school to do sorcery, left to kind of go into the accounting business world, and then wasn't getting anything from it, Mm -hmm. decided to go back. 
to kind of the jujutsu sorcery action. Yeah. Um, you know, we obviously in the beginning saw a little bit of Itadori. We saw a little bit from Megumi and then eventually with his sister. Didn't see too much for Nobara, just that she kind of grew up in a smaller town. Oh, well, we saw a little bit with her friend that was kind of isolated. It's not so much backstory. It's more of a you just know their their drive and what makes mm. that character tick. Because they don't really go too much into uh, Toto's backstory. Well, they do in a very fictitious <laughs> way. He makes up his own history that didn't exist. So when he meets Itadori and they, <laughs> you know, he answers the question right about what type of woman is his type. Tall with a big ass. It's a solid answer. I think you would definitely, you'd get some, some people on your team by saying that. Doesn't he say like, like Jennifer? Jennifer Lawrence. Yeah. Kind of like Jennifer Lawrence. And then from that moment, that's all it takes. That's all it takes to be Toto's friend and the comedic timing, but also while being a very good mentor for Itadori, he went from someone who I thought was a complete douche hole from that first kind of exchange under the bridge to he's one of my favorite in the show. Mm -hmm. He is such a genuine dude who sticks to his guns. Even when his homies show up during the, the test or the Kyoto versus Tokyo thing, kind of like a really miniatures tournament arc that really didn't. Mm-hmm. No winners, no losers, just you care about everyone. So I guess the viewer is the winner. But he is one that even when his homies show up, they're about they're all trying to kill Itadori because, as you guys already know, because you've watched it, he has this demon or the king of curses inside of him. Sakuna Realman. I'm butchering the last part, but we'll just call him Sakuna. And the the dynamic of they're about to kill him and this dude uses his technique for the first time which you kind of forget about until mm. the later episode when he unveils it it just goes to show he's like no no no, no. we're going to be playing by honor and real rules here you can have him once you know no i actually know he's mine and he claims him more than i ever could have thought mm-hmm. the best friend dynamic was great it that that part was just so funny. I was laughing all the time. My best friend. My best friend going into <laughs> flashbacks of things that didn't happen. <laughs> and even though Toto, ha- his, his ability doesn't seem very, very cool when it's described to you. When you see it in action, that was one of the slickest fights I've ever seen. And the animator to Corey, well, the animators, and then the director and the coordinators to all get a scene together where this dude is jumping and then the dynamics of the fight and how it can be used change. His ability's sick. I did love that he, he uses his technique initially and Itadori is kind of doing that thing that shonens do where he's like, wait, so what is going on here? And normally then they go into this whole exposition of this ability does this. Gojo literally goes to him and goes, listen, we'll finish this before he understands and then we'll talk about it. <laughs> Loved that. And there's just so many charming things. And I used the word perfect before. I don't think that this show is by any means perfect. That's I'm not I'm not trying to get that. I don't want to overhype anything. Granted, you've already watched you've already it. Watched, so. so I guess it doesn't matter. But at, at this point, I just think this was such a beautifully executed show that it didn't feel like 24 episodes to me. Do you think it felt longer or shorter? I think the pure content felt longer, but then my joy of watching it felt shorter, mm. you know? Okay, time I fly, could agree with that. Time flies when you're having fun, and Jujutsu Kaisen is fun. I think they they definitely packed a lot into those 24 episodes. Yeah. there. I don't think there was really any episodes that was filler. The baseball one was ish, but I also, they made at least that. The whole episode wasn't filler. It's just it was kind of a nice break after all that heavy stuff that happened. And that was us resting after, um, because what fight was before that? Was that when when Gojo does the purple? When Hanami, uh, yeah, when they're fighting Hanami, that earth curse. So listen, I needed needed my heart to have a little break. So I'm glad they put the baseball thing in. And you only get that one break because right after there's only a few episodes Mm -hmm. and then we're into the last two or three with the bridge curse yeah yeah so and that was pretty heavy too to end the season off and i really wasn't sure 
when we started the second to last episode, I was like, how are they going to finish this out? <laughs> like in a good tone for season two eventually. And it, it had a really great ending actually. Exactly. And I very happy that they've already now announced the prequel movie, which is going to go over the manga issue zero, whatever that means. I'm not a manga guy. So I'm ready to learn a little bit more about this universe. Cause it, the show, you get the rules, you kind of get the situation, you get the major players in this whole thing, but there's still so many questions to be asked. You've got this uh, jujutsu-wearing dude who's now clearly, like, leading the bad guys. Mm-hmm. I, they don't really go into why he's doing it. You just know he's kind of gone rogue, right? I, From what I understand, he sounds like he's a former... Jujutsu sorcerer yeah. gone bad, but that's just me mm-hmm. assuming. I still really don't understand. Like, there's bad curses, obviously, because we have a lot of bad villain mm-hmm. curses in Jujutsu, but then I'm not understanding how our heroes can use cursed energy for good. Like, that's one thing that I really don't get the yeah. concept of using and having cursed energy and then on the opposite side being a curse. So that's just one thing that I kind of was hung up on, but it didn't make or break the story really. And I'm going to go ahead and self-proclaim this a beautiful segue into actually one of my favorite parts. If I can sprinkle this in, I love when Itadori is getting these lessons from Gojo and they're kind of hiding and pretending that he's dead. And he uses the cans to show there's curse technique <laughs> or there's cursed power or whatever. Mm-hmm. And he does it. And then Gojo goes, Itadori, do you understand? And it goes to a, this most serious <laughs> cut of his face. He goes, he basically just says no. <laughs> and the comedy in this was so great. It knows when to be serious. It knows when not to. It's a, it's a blast. And I know we say that a lot about shows. Oh, it's fun. Cause frankly, that is what anime is. It's you watch it to have fun, but this one really is just exactly what I like. And it's, it's of course, it's kind of teed up to maybe be one of one of, of my favorites, but it's not there, of course, yet. I do love little things about it, such as the juju strolls at the end of each episode. Yeah. <laughs> because normally the episode ends and I'm just sitting there going, oh, I want the next episode. I want it. I don't know if they know exactly how little the attention span is of the people who are binging these shows, but when a juju stroll comes up, it makes me forget that I'm so hyped because then it's like a little joke or something a little fun. And then the wait for the next episode actually isn't that bad because you're like, oh, okay. I liked, um, there were two of them at the end. One of them was formatted if they kind of interviewed the characters, if they liked a cat or a dog more Mm -hmm. or if they were cat people or dog people. And then the next episode was the same cuts. It was not animated any different. And the questions was if you liked rice or bread. Yeah. And at the end, because obviously we're knowing because the last one was the same format, just a different question. And then one of the characters at the end was, can you tell that we're running out of ideas or something like that? The self-awareness, it's, I like it. I like it a lot. Mm -hmm. It's, it's great. I just like Sukuna at, at the end when he's the the cute little animation like the first one he's just like sitting there with a bunch of skulls and then the next one he's in like a blood sauna (laughs) yeah what uh and and he was key and i wish of course we knew a little bit more about him if i had a gripe on the show it's i'd like a little bit more detail they're kind of doing the sephiroth thing where i think keeping him more of a mystery actually makes him a little bit more scary just going by everyone's reaction of oh it's him that dude's brutal you know, he's that one guy at the party that everyone goes, wouldn't talk to him. He gets wild. <laughs> well, you want to know what that means. What kind of a wild? Yeah. But you're too scared to ask because that aura, you know, it's like that one kid, uh, Bobby at that one party. Remember that? Oh, yeah. Yeah. He spilled beer on your phone and then yeah, he, he was very adamant on taking it out of my hands as I was cleaning it. And he said, and it wasn't th- even that bad. It was just kind of on the screen a little bit. But the weirdest part of it is he, then he looks at me, he goes, dude, just let me have this one. It's like, I'm married like to this. Yeah. That's my wife. <laughs> I don't know if he was like so drunk anyways. Crazy well, kid. He we was, never, he was pretty drunk, but yeah. And we never saw him again. 
I hope he's doing well. <laughs> Anywho. <laughs> but the every character design is interesting enough to where it's something you've seen before and something you haven't seen before. I love uh, Inumaki, our boy with the power of words, mm-hmm. the cursed words. He talks in the same three words. You, you hear him say the word salmon more than anything else in this show. Love it. But when he unzips, you know it's about to go down. Oh, wait, hold on. That sounds awful. He unzips the top of his the hoodie. The top of his coat. Not his <laughs> pants. Not his pants. The top of his coat. He unzips it. And the markings around his mouth are so freaking cool. It's kind of Dr. Stone-esque. Mm-hmm. That's one of the best parts of Dr. Stone is seeing where people's kind of cracks are. Mm-hmm. Again, that doesn't sound good either. Anime, what are you doing to me? But Inumaki's good. Nanami uh, Fushiguro or Megumi. He is just kind of cool. And he has his awesome moment with his uh, domain at Mm -hmm. the end. That was a very sinister scene. Loved that. Yeah, I like how he kind of pops off and he goes a little like psycho. Yeah, our main three. What, what was good is kind of our first year students. You've got uh, Itadori, you've got Megumi, and you've got uh, Nobara. Nobara. We're going to only call Yuji by his last name, apparently. But those three each had the, their pop-off moment, which was really cool, and especially Nobara's. Her ability's cool in general, but when she had that serious look on it, I'll admit, I liked it. Ladies, I can add another name to my very short list of OP female characters in anime. Mm-hmm. Oh, she is a certain threat. Oh, yeah. Her personality is a little wonky, but. um, Yeah, but I'm fine with it because I like when people are their own people, you know. I don't need another cookie cutter white hair with a braid anime girl. Oh, is that what you're I getting was, at? Yeah, I, I started I seeing was, your eyes peering up at me. Yeah, I was just... Oh, so we're fighting tonight. Is that what's going on? Yeah, no, I'm, I'm just joking. I just wanted to see what your She's reaction was. Kidding. But it's, um, just, it, it's just, it's vanilla and I like it. Whatever. I just, uh, I love that they saved her pop-off moment to the last episode. I thought that was a great ending. Both of them. I mean, both of them. Megami's was kind of right there in the last episode, too. That's true. Was that His was the second to last, yeah. Because okay. then he was he was seepy boy the last episode. Yes, he was. He's sleeping there, holding on to one of these fingers. I was like, please don't fall asleep with that finger. Right hey, when, when you got a nap, you got a nap. But going back to your previous statement of the short list of OP women, cut it out. Jujutsu has more than just her, okay? Maki, dope. All she needs is the glasses to see curses. She doesn't even use curse techniques. Yet she's out here doing her thing. Lovely. Yes, there were uh, quite a few people in the show that were female that had some. I think Maki actually, other than um, other than Nobara, n- the other girls you didn't really see except Maki's sister. Yes, but, but kind of no. There's some we can kind of imply are strong. We have uh, Utahime, who's the faculty over at Kyoto. She's got the scar across her nose. And I got to say, and it's, it's going to be a tie here. Aesthetically, my two favorite characters are going to be Utahime. She, I, she's, she's rocking this car. She's beautiful. And we also got Miwa or uh, Kasumi Miwa, who's the second year over at Kyoto as well. Loved her comedic timing. And I loved the ongoing joke of her calling herself a useless character. <laughs> the self-awareness is just oozing in this show i think if we had to pick who would you actually i think what would be easiest is who's your least favorite character in the show if you had to pick one who's my least favorite yeah if you had to pick one just overall who do you not like can it be a villain sure i really hate that volcano guy jogo he kind of that's why when we were i don't want to step on a future bit we're going to talk about but when gojo was fighting Jogo. <laughs> um, it was cool, but I just really, there's something about that character I really don't like. I don't ever think about that part, even though it's really cool because you see Gojo do his infinite domain. Oh, which that was, was dope as hell. And I, everyone was kind of going towards the purple, mm. like his purple technique later on. 
But that domain I part, I the, think, was my favorite. I thought the domain was way cooler. That was the part of the show that it went from, oh, yeah, this is a pretty good show to like something clicked. That, that scene and just kind of it shifted the dynamic of what was possible in the show mm-hmm. and it elevated the entertainment value beyond anything that I was actually expecting initially. Because even when people overhype things, I don't really take them too serious. That's why, of course, we're still going to watch Promise Neverland. But that's going to be one that I'm going to really have to try hard to not dread it because of how much I'm hearing meh about it. But hey, we are our own people and we might enjoy it. Yeah, it's kind of like when you hear shows that are overhyped and then you're disappointed. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you don't want to be underhyped or underwhelmed, I guess, because, you know, adversely you might like it. Exactly. But if I had to choose a different person, I really didn't like the witch character Momo from the Kyoto school. She kind of annoyed me a little bit. You know what's funny? I could almost pick her as well. Mm. But I think if I had to stretch if I had to say, ooh. Don't like them that much. I'd maybe have to say. Oh, you got a you got a stretch here. Crap. Yeah, maybe it's her. Yeah, maybe it's her because I like everyone else. I think there's a lot of great talent. I even love. Uh, Ijichi, that poor guy who's just trying to do his job and people are making it difficult oh, for him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, guy, the guy's trying his best. and. I respect him for it. Mm. I think it's an easy question to answer, but just for the sake of keeping things balanced, who is your favorite character in the show? And you can do the rating system. I want a culmination. It could be looks plus personality plus abilities. And I think that's kind of spelling out who everyone's (laughs) is. This is like asking who's best girl and rent a girlfriend. (laughs) (laughs) Well, do you know what? I'm going to be a little off the beaten path and I want to have kind of two answers okay like i had two not favorite characters absolutely my um what i would think everyone would be an underrated favorite character is our poor poor boy junpei who was the kid who was kind of um goaded in from mahito Mm -hmm. who's the guy with the stitches he's one of the curses and he ends up turning into a curse after mahito kind of warps his body and that really, because I kept seeing him in the intro, mm-hmm. he's at the last bit of the intro, the first half. And I always saw him and I was like, oh, that kid's so cool. When are we going to see him? And then I finally realized it was Junpei. Yeah. And when he turned into a, uh, you know, whatever he the turned curse, into, yeah. I kept saying, no. They're going to find a way to change him back because he's in the intro and it looked like he was wearing the um, jujutsu sorcerer uniform. And unfortunately he did not. And that like, that really broke my heart. And I think that's something that I love about this show. Similar to Demon Slayer Mm -hmm. is when the MC has something more that drives him other than just wanting to be stronger. Yeah. Tanjiro and Demon Slayer has a goal to A, avenge his family and to find a cure for Nezuko. For Itadori, he obviously being a curse now, he knows he only has so much time Mm -hmm. and his grandpa's wish to him, his dying wish was, you're strong, save people. So, and the fact that Itadori gets so worked up, especially in the last episode when they're fighting those two brother curses. Yeah. And he, after they, spoiler, end up winning, and he's talking to Nobara, and he says, you know, it's still, it still hurts me because I saw something, even though, I'm, and I'm paraphrasing, but even though it was my enemy, that person shed tears. Mm-hmm. Cried that, over his comrade, yeah. Yeah, and that hit, like, I don't, and I even felt empathy towards those curses because whenever they're having those human emotions, then you struggle with, yeah, they're not human, but where does that land on your justice scale, you know? Absolutely. And obviously these things can't survive, but poor Itadori has to do it because that's his job. I'm quite excited to see what ends up happening with the third brother in that, mm. the uh, Choso. He's mm-hmm. the one who's got that thing across his nose. Very excited for that. I'm also 
how interesting would it have been with a little crossover here, right? So things get situated. Our boy uh, Itadori ends up getting all the fingers, right? And boom, plastic memories crossover. They come to repo him. <laughs> Wouldn't that be something else? We talked about the comedy. We talked about how it doesn't take itself seriously. Like, this is a very nice, compact 24 episodes. As we said, we kind of almost had to stretch to see what was filler. Maybe we're just recollecting wrong, but I don't, yeah, I don't remember much filler, which is great. And even still, it's one of those shows that you can have all this humor, you can have all this, but there are those scenes hit. When we're talking about Junpei and he turns that, and it's sad because one, in the short time that we've known him, we've met his mother, who's a, such a sweet woman. We see that he's a genuine son who's just having a rough go at school. And you see and the acts of him being bullied on. Exactly. And then you have the unfortunate thing of then a character we already know and love, Itadori, who he's that Tanjiro, as you were saying, where he's pure. I love him to death. You see him going through on what he was hoping. And that's when you see him in the jujutsu uniform. And he had this plan and he was already struck with Junpei. And then when that's torn away in that one instant, oh, yeah, you absolutely end up hating that stupid curse and his dang staple face that makes you know. <laughs> and just, it's all over the board. You're going to have, if you genuinely like the show and want to keep going with it, you're going to have all these different emotions. There was everything. This thing knocked it out of the park. Mm. It's kind of, and it's, it's not similar in too many ways, but I kind of compare it to my feeling with this show is very reminiscent of Full Metal Brotherhood. Because mm. I think Full Metal Brotherhood does that too. That handles loss a lot more than this show. Because yep. we're not going to get into the dog scene, everyone. Because <laughs> trust me, we've already I don't have my tissues the, right exactly. here. Exactly. But it's that same vibe. And it's one that I think Jujutsu, as long as it doesn't give me a quick God of High School, this is one of those shows that will always be at the back of my mind that I might not instantly go, oh, that was my favorite show. But when someone mentions it, I think I'll have that yes moment. Mm -hmm. Very happy with it. And I'm sorry, I had such a long-winded answer for my favorite character. Of you course. didn't mention yours. I'd have to say, I think my favorite is, it's basic, but it, it's got to be Gojo. Yeah, that's why I didn't want to go with that because I feel like that's everyone's. But if I pick a side from him, it's either going to be uh, Inumaki just because I like how subtle he is yet how powerful he is. He ends up sending Hanami pack and granted, of course, it doesn't do too much damage, but he, you know, he stands his own. And I love the design of Hanami. I didn't at first. I'm like, I don't, I don't really like this beetle thing. But then it gave me that Fire Force feeling with, yeah. the, with the spikes coming out of the eyes. Very much liked kind of that whole situation. Yeah, it's tough. I, I just, you know what, I'm just going to be basic. It's got to be Gojo. He's... Sometimes you got to be basic. The scene, him frolicking while <laughs> saying he's going to kill him. Yep. Come on. <laughs> Who didn't love that one? Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's got some awesome moments for sure. Okay, I've, I've had a moment to myself in my own head. I've got it. So Gojo is it. We're just going to say that. That's easy peasy. But I think my favorite character is uh, Nobara. Okay. I, I like her a lot. I yeah. think her technique is unique. I think she shows pure determination. And while her personality can kind of be a little annoying because she's that attention seeker, whatever, it's kind of a... It's, it's kind of like Asuka, right? <laughs> but you can see just the drive and just how strong she is driving those nails into her own arm. Mm -hmm. And just the way she uses that technique, too. I think that's such a unique. I mean, we when I think about how much anime we have watched, there's a lot of shows, but I don't think I've ever seen an anime. Granted, who knows what's in Chainsaw Man when that comes out because <laughs> right. there's a chainsaw. But her hammer and nails using that as a weapon it's not a sword it's not a knife it's it's just such a unique thing yeah no when she first popped him out i'm like 
Well, where, what is she fixing right now? <laughs> Why did you just stop at Home Depot? What are you doing? <laughs> did you get the 250 pack or the 1,000 pack? Yeah, yeah. Like, what, <laughs> what are we working with here? And any coops? That mixed with the voodoo doll kind of deal? Super sick. I think it was very well thought out. I think each of her three techniques, and she can do the the black flash technique, right? Yeah, I, um, I think any jujutsu sorcerer can technically. It's just their timing with the cursed energy and the physical hit of whatever they're using. Exactly. But other than that, her like all three of her basic moves are cool. Mm-hmm. Resonance is awesome. <sighs> I mean, the straw doll, which you were saying, yeah. is awesome. And I loved how they used it in that last episode Absolutely. on the arm that was left behind. That was sick. And th- that hairpin, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Dog. Yeah. Are you kidding me? That was <laughs> the, 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 multi, the multifaceted abilities is what I think strikes me as a very strong thing with this show. You'll have kind of people getting into their own niche in other shows and this is my power. And even though it's one of my favorite shows in the world, Hunter Hunter, I wish Gone had maybe one other thing. The, mm. the, the, the Rochambeau action was sick and it's again, still one of my favorite shows. So don't add me here, but there's something super sick about just how Megami is able to create all the different things for different scenarios. She's able to kind of do things. Gojo, who knows what's in his arsenal? Because we've already seen several things that are just whack in a good way, in a good way. And I want to know what else uh, Inumaki can say. Yeah. Well, Uh, I think he can say anything. And that just happens. Imagine that. Shit your pants. (laughs) Oh, God. You want to get their entrails are just coming out. (laughs) Dude, you want to get an enemy out of your sight? (laughs) The old, the old go do your business. <laughs> Shit <Yeah>. a brick. <laughs> Shit a brick. <laughs> um, uh, kind of under the radar because we haven't mentioned it. Panda, who's not a panda, is also lovely. <laughs> yeah, Mechamaru was kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, we had, we, again, nothing here was something that you're going wowie zowie. But at the same time, you kind of are, because that's actually kind of interesting for me to say, considering we've been going wowie zowie here for a little couple minutes. It's just enjoyable. And if you don't like this show and you've made it this far into this episode somehow. Seriously, that plug earlier wasn't just a, hey, we're collecting human beings in our discord. No, if you didn't like the show, please, I want to know what you didn't like. I'm trying to kind of get some different opinions here, but from what I know. Yeah, this isn't an echo chamber. Yeah, I, I think this is good. And I want to know if it's just me being just pure infatuation. Because even Itadori, I see him, love him, love him. I love the lovable idiot. He, I, he's less of, no, he is kind of dumb. I wouldn't say dumb. I'll retract. I say lovable idiot loosely. I like the characters that are a little bit more silly. Yeah. And then you have characters like... Megumi, who's the more serious and stoic ones, Mm -hmm. you know, you got to have the balance in your group. You can't all be Goku where you're OP and just dumb. Yeah. You know, you got to have the balance. Like a box of rocks. He, the good thing too, is this show and I, I know record here. It's only 24 episodes. Can you believe it? (laughs) Yes, Tom, we can believe it. You've said it. (laughs) But. The amount of stuff that happened as I'm like thinking about the show, you even have with Megami, you've already seen kind of this arc in his personality of meeting Itadori, kind of being unsure, but saving him in the beginning by saying, no, you know, we should let him live to he quote unquote dies. You see him have to come to terms with that death. And as comedic as it is, when Itadori comes out of that box, (laughs) he's you can tell he's excited. You can tell that this this group of three is so in tuned, even though they didn't have to spell it out for you just by the battles, and especially that last one with the two of the three brothers of that curse. When uh, Itadori and and um, Nobara Nobara are fighting, there is no verbal communication needed per se they still do but they have 
They're each synced. other's back. They are synced. They're in tune. And he already knows to buy some time before her to get to the arm. They didn't even have to really say it. Just it was something that they was going to happen and it just worked out and the sequence was sick. The camera moves in this, in using that fight as a reference, the camera moves, sometimes a little jarring when it came to the fights with our demon, uh, I'm, I'm, I have already said it, Which uh, one? Hanami. Mm. The tree branches and then the quick camera moves. I understand they were going for fast pace and stuff. Sometimes I kind of, it would turned into eye mush. I didn't really know what was going on. Still very cool. Enjoyed it. But those were the sometimes that didn't work. But the camera moves in a lot of instances of this show are phenomenal. 3D and 2D animation, kind of this hybrid that anime is in the golden age of right now is beautiful. Thank you, Attack on Titan, for really putting that on the map because I feel like that was the first show that was like, there it is. Now, would you say Attack on Titan's been doing that or mainly this last season? No, first season, right away. Just zip lining through the cities and stuff. The 3D Oh, camera. that's all 3D? I think if it's not, um, I think for the backgrounds, it 100% is, and then you're doing your 2D plates over it with your characters. But even if it was used just in a pre-production thing, the ability to now have 3D programs that you can texture and do such painterly beautiful stuff that looks almost animated, the sky's the limit now. Well, the fact, if I ever have to question it, it's good because there are some shows out there that are coming out now, bad 3D. It's like, ooh, yikes. It all depends. Mm Mm-hmm. When you want to play devil's advocate here, yes, you've got some studios that gets the rights to this beautiful manga. And unfortunately, you can't hit the mark because one time limits, two budget, this, that, and the other. But when you get into the high stakes game of of anime, you've got your My Hero, you've got your Attack on Titan, now this. These major studios, I don't think, yeah, it's not really a question of can we do that. Hmm. Because look what they're pumping out in such a short time. If we were still back on the 2D, even for the plates in the background, we wouldn't be getting shows. Our breaks would be insanely long. But now, and he's, yeah, I'm a baby with it, with this whole wait. Now I got to wait for the final season part two. It's only a year, technically. Mm-hmm. It sucks. I'm angry. But that's not that bad of a wait. Mm-hmm. So, stoked on it. So. What I feel like I had something I was going to bring up, but I, I'm just gone. a rambling man, so I'm a, I apologize. Oh, no. Um, I think we've had a good flow. But if you had to pick some, and I'll say some, I won't say sure. one, some of your favorite, most noteworthy parts. Parts? Mm-hmm. What, what would you kind of call out? Okay. Been through it, the, the, the black hole part in the domain with Gojo. I think is one of the star studded moments of the show visually, as well as just kind of to really get a grasp of holy cow. When he said that he's one of the strongest at the beginning, when you're first introduced to him, you're thinking, yeah, okay, sure you are. No, he, he kind of is. And I'm very scared for the moment when they're going to put that to the test and something's going to happen to him eventually in the future. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't like the curses talking about trying to, um, trap or kind of contain him because they know it's going to be hard to kill him so they want to all of their plans are dictated around him at this point (laughs) that huge domain was only to keep him out and all that good stuff yeah i'd say favorite moments okay let's go with the fight between our unregistered special grade mojito as well as our king of overtime and itadori are in a fight with him Mm mm-hmm well, you're going to steal mine. Oh, then you know what? I want you no, to. No, 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 no. That's okay. Are you sure? Yeah, because I just have a specific part from it that I I know, really but like. I'm going to hit that specific part. That's fine. Okay, here we go. Take it. Take it away. All right. So they're in this fight. I love kind of the entire sequence. He turns into a sea anemone at one point <laughs> when he goes all spiky. That was interesting. This is one of those, as I was mentioning with the Sephiroth moments. When you have uh, Sukuna basically saying to Mahito, do not dare try and touch, like, touch my soul, be in my presence or touch my soul ever again. And then once uh, Mahito, that 
visually when he opens his mouth and his domain with the hands. Get out of town. That was slick. Yeah, I very cool. much enjoyed that. That happens. He's then trapped. Uh, I keep calling him Overtime Man because I keep forgetting what his name is. Nanami. Nanami. He traps Nanami. You're you're already kind of doing your uh, your your holy ghost. You're saying your hail marys. Yeah, it's like all right. Well, we'll catch him on the other side, and then Itadori pops in, and then that's technically because once you're in in the domain, the souls kind of I get the way it works. How they describe it, like the souls are touching or whatever, and that beat that just. (laughs) You don't really realize it's happening until it's happening. And then suddenly uh, Sukuna is like, yeah. I told you. Remember when I told you not to do that? And just, I wouldn't even say unleashes because it's not something that's super over the top. But he puts in some work uh, and and basically just scares away Mahito. He has to dip because Sukuna has taken no prisoners at this point. And at that point, he doesn't have that many fingers. I mean, he does, but he doesn't. There's a mm. lot still hovering around. And just that fear, and this is one of our main baddies, mind you, who we've seen is very powerful, for uh, Sukuna to be able to, one, instill such damage instantly, and then to, two, kind of put the old, uh, the old, almost kind of a parent-like thing, what did I tell you? <laughs> now go on, get. The presence he has, I think, is the coolest thing from that part because he's just so relaxed and intimidating at the same time. And as you said, it's like the Sephiroth effect. You don't really know everything he can do, Mm -hmm. but he can do this. Yeah. And I was so nervous because we know after Itadori died and he doesn't remember the pact he made with him that... um. You know, if he says something three times, I think he loses consciousness and he'll take over. That was the pact. Oh, and yeah. he doesn't remember that never happened. And I was nervous at one point that it was going to happen when they were fighting those curses. Actually, the two brothers at the end, I thought. Well, and that's great writing. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Right now. I'm sorry. I thought it was going to happen when Itadori and Toto were fighting Hanami. Mm. That's when I thought it was going to happen because those curses want him on their side. Okay. And I was just so nervous because I was like, oh, great. Because him and Toto are fighting. What would it take for him to just take over Itadori and then really (laughs) mess this whole thing up? Yeah. But the fact that it hasn't happened, yeah, it's going to happen next, next season for sure. Yes. And then granted, I wouldn't know the name because it was so quick is the white-haired monk that ends up on the beach with the curses. Oh, yeah. Ooh, the hiragana here is saying, Ura-ume. Ura-ume. Hmm. Don't know what's going on with that, but I did see the picture of them, and I remembered, oh, yeah, because it's they have that white hair with that kind of pinkish-reddish splotch. Kind of reminds me a little bit of Shoto from Fire Force. I thought that, too. A little bit. I thought that, too. Uh, Okay, so unfortunately, I kind of took one from you. Give me one of your, do you have another favorite scene that we can kind of rip through? I mean, we've already kind of talked about it, but my other favorite one was obviously the last episode. The synergy and the fighting between Itadori, well, not between, but... With. Yes, Nobara and Itadori against the two cursed twins. I just loved when she's... She's understanding that she needs a certain amount of time to do her technique because obviously this poison Mm -hmm. is going to disable them. They're going to be dead in 10 minutes, but that doesn't mean they can fight for 10 minutes. So she's in pain because she feels it. But you're getting this inner monologue where she knows I'm feeling this way and I need to do this. But I know because Itadori doesn't. Because he's already consumed mm-hmm. by Sukuna, he doesn't feel pain. Yeah. So she knows that he's there for her mm-hmm. so she can do what she needs to do for the team effort. And I just, as we already mentioned, I thought that was really awesome. If I had to replay, mm-hmm. go back and watch bits of the show, it would obviously be the fight between 
Mahito. Yep. And Nanami and Itadori. And then obviously the last episode I, I think was really great. Yeah. And with those death paintings, kind of the three brothers, the cursed womb death paintings. I, I This show, you never know what's going to happen here because, I mean, they're kind of establishing where, oh, these three are going to be some some heavy hitters. Two of them are dead. <laughs> it's like, what on earth? And so that was Esso and Kechizu. And now we've got Choso who's left over. But that, yeah. And that moment that you had said with Itadori where uh, Esso uh, is crying over uh, Kechizu. And that is so genuine for him to still feel bad that he's crying over his brother as bad as they are and as bad as what they're doing. That's genuine. And if you can have that kind of uh, restraint and humility, then you can be the main character in a shonen. I think something also to mention, and this was episode two. So actually this is kind of right off the bat and it's, it's surprising because it kind of falls under the radar. I think the opening moment where we first get to see uh, Sukuna take his form, kind of one, actually one of the only times in the show, and Gojo is there, and you're like, this poor guy is about to get stomped. <laughs> and when Sukuna is doing that dive bomb at him, and then that blink and that flash of an eye, and Gojo is sitting <laughs> on Sukuna's back. Yeah. That set me up to where I was like, okay. This I is, see you. I see you. He's doing his textbook shonen flashing and a reappearing. You know, the Dragon Ball Z where they're in the air going. <laughs> and I think what I love about that is Gojo tells each Dory, just give me 10 seconds. Yeah. And he obviously still has the control of his body where it is only 10 seconds because before we know it, he's back to normal. And he's like, oh, what happened? <laughs> You're darn right. So, yeah, I that was cute. Another MVP here is the celebrity that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Toto's crush that Toto loves uh who's also just kind of also wins over uh our girl yes because mm -hmm. she's like what are, or or no Maki no it's my it's it the my? other twin yeah <gasps> you're right it was my sorry jumbling them the Kyoto so, twin yes the shorter hair with the gun which mm -hmm. interesting you know keeping that little her ability was one of the more lackluster ones I can make an extra bullet in my gun it's like, yeah it's kind of cool I guess no one knows about it, though. Well, now every viewer of the show does. But and her sister, I guess. That was a pretty funny moment when they <laughs> go to the show. She ends up leaving. And, you, of course, she's trying to put on that, oh, it didn't affect her. But apparently this, this pop star is one heck of a girl because she affects everyone. She was cute, though. She's like, oh, I don't ever get girls in my meet and greets. And that, <laughs> yeah. was, that was cute. Please come back. <laughs> One moment that was kind of not necessarily confusing, but I wanted a little bit of, of logic behind. And, and I'm seeing them as being called finger bearers, but it's the curses with the four eyes on the head, big smiles that actually is the first thing that oh. our main characters kind of have to run from. And then eventually Megami has to fight again and accomplishes by doing his domain when it came back up again i'm like oh wait is that the so wait is that thing back and no it apparently is just a it's a curse hmm okay that's embodying a finger or something i don't fully know that and if i i could be wrong on that but it's calling them on here finger bearers hmm. so take that how you will <laughs> i i got nothing kumia was kind of actually there we go that's my least favorite character in the in the show uh, Juzo Kumia, who was the guy who wanted to make the Gojo's the spine rack. into a coat rack. I hated him so much. That is true. Yeah. Yeah. Powerful enough to make that domain. Do you know, do you know who else sucks? Who? The principal of the Kyoto school. And you know what was the most annoying thing? What's that? Hey, students, during this uh, uh, training thing. Mm -hmm. your mission is actually to kill Itadori. It goes down and then uh, Mr. Kyoto principal has to go out and help. And I was like, just watch. This guy is going to have like, he's going to be super cool and I'm going to hate it. I didn't mean literally. I didn't want him to rock <laughs> out. <laughs> yeah, that was kind of lame actually. Yeah. So I'm glad he wasn't like OP because then I would have been like, damn it. <laughs> yeah. And I get it. It was kind of, it was a good comedic effect. 
I suppose, but I dislike him as a character so much that I was like, yeah. I did like the moment where they were kind of discussing after this whole thing and you had the the head of the Tokyo thing, Yaga. Mm-hmm. And they're sitting there talking and the ants are walking by in front of them. And they're talking about, <laughs> well, you know what? Maybe we just have to let Itadori play it out. He's clearly in the business of saving people. And they're finally at this resolve. I'm hoping Kyoto guy learns his lesson here. He's got a lot of piercings. He looks cool for the older age. But and I love the dynamic of Gojo and him, the ball busting <laughs> parade going on every time. <laughs> Gojo with that meeting. Oh, yeah, I, I told him. <laughs> couple hours uh too early or whatever but anyways yaga is sitting there and they're making that decision of to let itadori kind of they're not going to actively try and kill him hopefully and then gojo walks by steps on some ants but clearly doesn't because they're all still living so he must have done his infinity thing and then there's like this beat of silence and then they go we got to figure out what to do with this gojo guy (laughs) we need to take care of him first yeah and uh so that was kind of that was kind of fun. It's kind of it. It's kind of it, though. I, I know we. We hit a lot of points. I we think. did. And I feel like it was a little bit of a honeymoon phase with this. I, I do eagerly wait to see one, how the movie, the prequel ends up coming out, but also season two. This is one that I'm excited to see if this is kind of a thing that can keep up the hype. I think it can. It tr- I truly think it can. But at the end of the day, I'm not a manga reader, so I don't officially no chainsaw man though chainsaw man though (laughs) absolutely so one of the first of the several shows we will be talking about in the coming weeks hopefully you guys have made sure to kind of get through and finish these as well if you haven't now's the time all of the all the shows mentioned that have wrapped up come on now this is like christmas for us there you can now binge them all unless you were following along then you're already way ahead of us but very happy to have you guys here to uh, sit in for some of this Jujutsu Kaisen talk. I liked it. I'm sure you heard me say that. Danielle, I believe you liked it. Oh, hell yeah. Bada bing, bada boom. So this is another list on the approved by the weebs here. And that's kind of, the, yeah, that's all I got. That's it. That's all she wrote. All right. Gotta tell you. Yeah, yeah, you know what's coming. Massive fan of you. I can't believe you're even here right now and listening to me. Big fan of you. And I hope, I hope the feeling's mutual. I hope that you're a fan of not only myself here, but my wife, Danielle. Which, you know what? I think true listeners who actually care, who've made it to this point, I think we can also share that it was a little bit of a busy weekend because we've finally now announced uh, to a majority of the people we know, and it's more of a public thing, Danielle is is carrying a future weeb a future weeb my future child danielle is pregnant we are beyond excited we cannot wait to just have yet another human in this house that we can enjoy anime with or we do that thing that parents do and completely ruin it and they want nothing to do with it fingers crossed on them liking anime but very excited for that so october is going to be a very interesting month we will try and make sure to have some stuff recorded because things are going to get a little wild near the end of it (laughs) but yeah that's just another little tidbit little easter egg here at the end if you listen congrats yeah right if you've made here congrats and we appreciate you saying congrats to us having a child (laughs) (laughs) you said it in your head anyways guys thanks again danielle please go ahead and give them the old goodbye bye bye guys